Good morning, everyone. Welcome to the Daily Kofefi. We are doing it live today. I'm your host, Carter Laren, and I'm joined, as always, by the bad man Jamma, Carrie Smith. Say hi, Carrie. I think you're there. Hi, Carter. Sorry, I'm still trying to post some stuff. That's okay. Uh, but I'm, I'm here. Discombobulated a little bit, but that's okay. We uh, both are. It's a discombobulation Friday. We just decided to do it live uh, basically in the last 20 minutes, 15 minutes. So uh, I don't have time to edit today. And as Carrie pointed out, some people were asking that we do this live anyway. So maybe maybe on Fridays, Carrie's suggesting maybe on Fridays we should do live Kofefi, which I'm fine with because uh, means I don't have to edit. So Carrie, is there anything else you need to be tweeting out? Are you, are you good to start or should we wait for a moment? Uh, I'm posting it, but why don't you go ahead and Cue up one of the topics, Carter. Actually, you know what I'll do? I'll do something else. I will show. I will show everyone. I'm gonna just do a little bit of a. I'm gonna do a little bit of a sales pitch. So, thank you for supporting us. Uh, a lot of you are subscribing and supporting us. You can go to our website, unsafespace.com. There's nothing like exciting from a website perspective. It's just the content that you already know from YouTube articles from. Um, medium, which I think Carrie and I would both like to be writing more. So uh, maybe I should make a promise to myself to do that, but I prefer writing. So those will be there. And I think Carrie likes to write as well. And podcast episodes are here as well because everything's in audio version. But the important things, you can shop for merch here. You can look at this lovely trigger warning woman screaming unsafe space. Um, Carrie's favorite shirt, make Democrats liberal again. You can just support us straight out with fiat currency at subscribe store, or you can donate with Bitcoin or Ethereum. So also we have this thing that we didn't really do much with yet, 751 archive. And this is where when we know videos have been pulled down from YouTube, uh, we just save a copy of them and host them on our own site. So they can't be pulled down from us. I guess if we got a copyright notice from the holder, we could would pull it down. But these copyright holders are more worried about being censored than someone hosting their their videos for posterity. So anyway, thanks for joining. Carrie, I'll introduce some topics. There's a bunch of things I wanted to talk about. Let's see, what's the most disturbing one? So I titled this episode, um, I don't even remember, what did I title this episode? You said this is what indoctrination looks like. Yes, okay, because there's a few examples, um, all kind of school related, that I think would shock people 30 years ago, but now we kind of nod about it and go, oh, yeah, it's, that's the left. This is what they're doing. And we just kind of resign ourselves to it. The first one actually is a case that's about to be taken to the Supreme Court. And this is, here, I'll, I'll show the Supreme Court doc actually this is a high school junior kaylee wood and she is she is suing um actually let me look up where she's suing hold on i have notes but i can't look at the notes and trade the screen at the same time okay so she was a junior at la plata high school and she was asked not asked told she had to do some things that you might find a little bit odd for one of her classes. One of them was, 
let's see. So here's these facts are according to the petition, the facts are not in dispute, which I, I think is correct. So she enrolled in world history. Uh, as part of this, the teachers required her to complete a section on the Muslim world in which she encountered the religion of Islam. That's all fine. Being like having to learn about Islam. Okay. It's a major world religion. That's nothing, nothing there. Now, what they're offended at is a couple things. One is to teach the unit respondents used a PowerPoint slide. Respondents means the defendants, the teachers. They used a PowerPoint slide to describe the Muslim faith, okay? One of the slides taught the students that most Muslims' faith is stronger than the average Christian. Uh, I don't know, that's debatable, but it's an odd thing to put. It's an odd thing to teach. Fine, I think that's a little bit controversial. But more importantly, she was required to profess in writing that, quote, there is no God but Allah, and Muhammad is the messenger of Allah. Now, this statement is known as the Shahada. The Shahada is the Islamic conversion creed, which is the declaration a person recites to convert to Islam and then prays and repeats during the Islam call to prayer. So, basically, she said, hey, uh, okay with learning about Islam, I guess, but, you know, she's Christian. And she said, I don't feel comfortable reciting the conversion creed and writing <laughs> writing the conversion creed for my class. Now, I don't know, Carrie, I can't think of a reason why it's necessary to write the conversion creed for a class. Can you? I mean, yeah, probably. Just, you can think I, of a reason why it's necessary? Well, I mean, people, you have to memorize certain things in school. But I, But if somebody had a religious reason why they didn't want to memorize that and, and show that they memorized it, then I would assume that the school, I mean, the, to, would not force them to do so. Well, but so they did. They gave, a, they gave her zero, right? She failed. And so that's zero. why she's taking it. Okay. Yeah, she got a zero. But I mean, you could, if you want to prove that she's memorized the conversion creed, which is weird, right? Because they don't make you memorize any Christian stuff. But let's say that well, they make some schools might. Okay. So yeah. they make you memorize the conversion creed. You can do, you can have multiple choice. You can be like with subtle errors in it and say, which is the conversion creed? You can test memorization um, without asking for this. Anyway, so this is her complaint. The other one is that actually they, they made this, the, the other thing that they said is that the Quran is the word of Allah, but the Torah and the Gospels were just believed to be revealed to Moses and New Testament writers. So they were also were quibbling over language like they, uh, that's, that's Christianity a little... was taught as a myth, but Islam was taught as fact. Okay, well, that's that's wrong. The first part, I, I can understand a scenario in which you would have to memorize something and a teacher would have you write it down. But that second part there is what's weird. It's not actually, I mean, even the first part to me, it's fine that they would ask it. But if someone said, I don't want to say this because of religious beliefs, I don't want to write right. this down. That's a completely understandable. Exactly. That's understandable. Right. So you, you don't give them a zero. You move on and say, okay, let's figure out another way to test that you know this material. Fine. But they didn't do that. So that's going to go to the Supreme Court because the lower courts actually upheld the teacher's uh, and the school's right to make her say, make her write down the conversion creed, which I just found, I don't know, bothered me. I'm not even religious. Doesn't bother Carrie as much, I guess. No? All right. Bothers me. <laughs> Doesn't bother anyone else. 
The other thing I want to talk about is, uh, so I just think it's weird. Why is it, why are we so pro-Islam? Why are we so pro-Islam? Well, that's an easy answer. Yes, I know. It just pisses me off. Go ahead. Well, this, for anyone who, I don't know, maybe there's someone new watching the, it's in the my old belief system, SJW ideology, neo-Marxism, which is this whole identity politics-based Marxism. Um, Islam has become one of the, quote, marginalized groups. And once you're a marginalized group, you're a protected group within this belief system. You can't criticize it. So even though Islam and radical radical Islam and Islamism, have, there's a lot of things worth criticizing. <laughs> uh, people are afraid to do so and because they're because it's uh uh they would probably be even afraid to criticize this this teacher forcing this kid to write this probably because yeah then then you get called the these made-up words right like islamophobe you get called one of their made-up words i think things make things make a lot more sense if you realize that they're out to destroy western civilization and anything that can be used like basically islam is it's like the enemy of the enemy is my friend Right. Islam is also the enemy of Western civilization. So that's true, too. Yes. Yay. Oh, and and, and uh, Jeremiah in the chat says it's because they're at the bottom of the perceived religious hierarchy. Yes. Yes. They're considered yeah. to be a marginalized religion. Right. Right. I'm not sure exactly why that is, except unless you view it through the lens of what religion hates the West the most. Oh, Islam. That's why they're that's why that's why. So. All right. The next one bothered me also. We've talked, Carrie, we've talked about the safe to tell thing in Colorado, Colorado schools. We had, maybe uh, I'll find a link and stick it in later. We had a discussion with a high school student who we called Harrison. It was a pseudonym. We called Harrison, who went to high school in Colorado, was in high school currently when we spoke to him, and described how this safe to tell program works. Just to be clear, the safe to tell is kind of like Anyone can anonymously report on you. You're guilty until found until kind of you prove yourself innocent. If you refuse to cooperate, you can get kicked out of school and all this kind of stuff. And it's for minor, minor things sometimes. And the next story that really bothered me is the story about this guy named Nate Evans. He was a junior at Loveland High School in Loveland, Colorado. And here I'll pull this one up. All right. Yes, you read the headline correctly, everyone. He went shooting with his mom. Now he can't return to school. That is not an exaggeration. It is not hyperbole. This is actually what happened. So this this team, one this one's going to piss me off more than the other one. <laughs> good. At least something's going to piss you off. So here we go. He went shooting with his mom. <laughs> she went bent plinking and posted a video of himself plinking with his mom. Because, you know, that's the thing people do, left. So someone saw the video and they called the police because <laughs> that's the world we live in. Oh my God, here's a kid <laughs> with a rifle shooting things. That must be a threat. So they called the police, but of course the police came over and they determined that there wasn't a threat. We're done. Bye. But here's the crazy part of the story. I'm going to jump in with this way. They, so after the police are like, uh, yeah, it's a Facebook video of him target shooting with his mom, like whatever. 
the school says, no, not whatever. We're going to have a whole threat assessment trial or hearing or something, right? Right. So even after the police said no, so the mom calls up the school. She's like, oh, good. Don't worry. No big issue. The police did a threat analysis. And the school says to her, no, um, not only are we, so we had a safe to tell. Someone reported safe to tell because of this thing. Uh, we're not going to tell you who. We're not going to tell you the details of the threat that they support that they said that he posed. But we're going to have a threat assessment hearing. And he can't come to school until then. And we won't even give him homework so he can stay up to speed on any of his stuff in school. And you're going to come in at Thursday at 10 a.m. and defend yourself, defend your son against uh, these charges, which are not even clear, uh, in front of seven school officials to make your case. So welcome to... Safe to tell, yeah. That we should link in the comments the video we did with that the kid Harrison from Colorado because safe, safe to tell is from what I understand it's I mean it's it's crazy it's you can anybody can make up anything about anyone and they take each each complaint seriously and you don't even get to know the charges against you. <laughs> yeah, I, I will add a link. I'll add a link in the description when we're done here. I'll add a link in the description to the video that. We did, but this is the Safe to Tell website. Submit an anonymous report. You can just go to this website. You can do it right <laughs> now. You can go to this website right now and you can type in Nate Edvins, Loveland, Colorado, and you can say he's a pedophile with no evidence and you don't have to leave your name, whatever you want. You can say whatever you want about anyone and he will have to deal with it. I don't suggest you do that. Uh, I feel bad that I just said his name because now maybe someone will pick on him, but this is the ridiculous of it, of this of it. Someone you don't like in school, do a Safe to Tell. It's anonymous and you don't have to have any real evidence and they're forced to prove that they are innocent. So guilty until proven. Yeah. Guilty until proven innocent guys. Yep. Okay. What's the third school thing that pissed you off? The third school thing that pissed me off is in college. <laughs> and this is, of course it involves Rachel Maddow, which always makes things better when it, when things involve Rachel Maddow. So Rachel went to, she was speaking at Rockefeller university. And along the wall at Rockefeller University is, are, are pictures of people who have won, uh, alumni who've won, uh, it's either alumni or professors, people affiliated with the school, who've won Nobel Prizes or the Lasker Award, which is a prestigious medical prize. So all their pictures are on the wall, people who've won, that's the criteria for getting on the wall. You have to have won one of these, that's the criterion. And Rachel, being Rachel Maddow, uh, she didn't blame Russia for the wall, but what she did do is she said, what's up with this dude wall? Because it was all dudes on the wall. And people didn't say, oh, well, those are the people who won these awards, so they just happen to be guys. They got upset about it. Hey, you're right. 100% of these 30 people are men. Oh, no. This is, this is horrible, Carrie. So they are... Um, Leslie Voschel, a neurobiologist with the university, is now taking action. She's part of a committee that's going to give the Rockefeller University wall a makeover to add more diversity because you can't just have merit-based walls. You have to have diversity-based walls, even if you know it's to show off that, that your school has awards. And it's not just Rockefeller University. Yale is doing something similar. The main building of Yale Law School, or sorry, Yale School of Medicine, has 55 portraits that are up there. 
this is all, by the way, this is from, I should give credit, um, David Limbaugh, I'll, I'll link to this article. David Limbaugh wrote this article in PJ Media where I'm getting a lot of this information. So uh, yeah, so on those, and at Yale, it's 55 portraits. They're all white and only three of them are women. So obviously that's problematic. That's here's, problematic. Here's what's crazy about this. There's a couple different, there's another college mentioned in there too, where they, they took all the portraits down. So they, yep. they say the, the, these, uh, you know, putting up photos, this is like the statues issue. They want to destroy the past because it's, it doesn't look the way they want it to look. And so they just are going to remove the photos or what get, just start putting up pictures of people who didn't win the Nobel award. Like, right. well, there, nobody won it, so we can't put them up here. So let's just put up people who published a paper one time. <laughs> like, right. Let's just, let's just, uh, it's, it's kind of silly. And and also, it's, why are you so, why are people so, we're, we're raising these kids to be so fragile. You can't walk down a hallway uh, without feeling assault, personally assaulted or something because it, it, they're not, they're not raising people to be resilient anymore. It's like, Rachel Maddow is an adult human being with a lot of power, a lot of power and money. And, and we're, we're supposed to believe that she feels victimized by walking down a hallway with a bunch of portraits of white men, but maybe she does. She might where's feel her that way, but her feelings are not relevant. Yeah. Where's her resiliency though? Yeah. Like grow a thicker skin. I got in trouble for saying that on a, a friend's wall the other day to someone I'm like grow a thicker skin. And she's like, stop attacking people. I'm like, or, you know, why are you striking out at people? Like, yeah. I, I genuinely think this person should grow a thicker skin. <laughs> like, yeah, it's good yeah. advice. When also, <laughs> uh, in general, shielding people from the truth is doesn't help them. And let's just, there's just, a, we can use this as an example of how it actually hurts the social justice cause, which is sounds backwards, but they're very worried about they want to convince everyone that this is a, a white male patriarchy and we were, you know, America was built on slavery by evil slave toting, you know, slave owning white males and everything, all the success was white males uh, exploiting other people. Okay, well, that actually, that narrative is easier to support if you look at, oh, these are all the people in history at this university who've done something interesting. Look, they're all white males. You could actually like that actually might make you say, oh, maybe the history they're teaching me is correct, which I don't believe is correct. But that, that might make you think, oh, it was all about white males in the past. But now they're going to put diversity stuff up there and it's, it runs counter to their narrative. It's like, oh, yes, the society has been all run by white males. But when you look at our snapshot of history, it's very diverse. It's like, well, then it wasn't. Well, that's how I feel about, about this. That's how I feel about the statues issue too. Taking down yeah. uh, historic statues, it's like you're erasing the very past that you're you're trying to teach people about. And and there, you know, that quote is true. You know, what is it? Those who for, forget the past are doomed to repeat it. It's like you you don't want to hide the awful things that have happened in our nation's history. Um, no, that's that you should know about them, right? And you can make other statues and celebrate. You know what I mean? But but there's something to be said for like, um, you know, like in LA, the Holocaust Museum, why do people go there to remember history, to right. remember and to learn about the, the past? Like, so- Not to celebrate you know, Nazis. Not right, you're not going there to celebrate <laughs> anything. And it's a, it's, yeah, there's this weird kind of just a, 
they just want to erase and delete things and and I don't know. Yeah, I, someone, uh, Carrie, I wish I could give credit to this person, but it, it wasn't, I don't remember who it was. It was on Twitter. Someone made this point and it's a, I think it was a great point. One of the things they're trying to do right now, one of the reasons that they're trying to attack, one of the reasons they're trying to paint history as all about slavery and, you know, white males oppressing people. I mean, if you'll notice, that's that's how they're trying to make it. They're trying to make it seem like America was built on slavery. America was was built on the patriarchy, even though it wasn't built on those things. Those things aren't what made America successful, but they were, I think many people would argue, things that ran counter to the principles upon which America was built and needed to be corrected about America. And so we fought a civil war over it. But they're they're painting all of that history with the brush of racism for a reason. And the reason is they want to destroy the constitution. They hate it. And if you can if you can paint the founding of America as inherently racist, then it's very easy then to say, well why should we follow these documents that were written by racist slave owners. Therefore, it's time to press the reset button on America and usher in the socialist utopia. Right, let's get rid of the Bill of Rights and <laughs> let's let's get rid of all the, uh, uh, the First and Second Amendment and let's get rid of all the things that actually, you know, worked to correct some of our mistakes, our historical mistakes. Yeah. Um, are you looking at the chat? I am. Yay, Justin said he's late. The thumbnail said there were guns. There were guns, Justin. You missed the guns, but briefly the guns were uh, a kid in Colorado went shooting with his mom, uh, just plinking with his mom, totally legit. And the crazy people reported him to not only the police, but to the school through this safe to tell Colorado thing. And now he can't go to school until they do a threat assessment <laughs> for going shooting with his. So by the way, I have friends in Colorado who literally in their front yard, go shooting regularly i don't know like what will it be like for for their i don't think that they're going to homeschool when they're when their children are older so but if their children were in school can you imagine like yeah. <laughs> every morning johnny gets up and you know hits some metal I was before say he goes that this kid should well i'm glad that you know he's fighting back and his family's fighting back but maybe you should just take this as an opportunity to pull your kid out of school and homeschool them you yeah. know if they're not even, and for those who missed it, the school is, he also got reported to the police and the police were like, this is ridiculous. He's fine. He, it's a shooting video, like a normal at the range video or whatever. Um, but the, the school's refusing to give him his coursework so he can't stay caught up while they wait to do the right. assessment, which is hilarious. Yeah, um, you can't work. learn, little kid. <laughs> yeah, it's it's really... I, I know, I know we're not supposed to use the Hitler analogy all the time, but a lot of this stuff really reminds me of the Hitler youth. It's a lot of this like report on things you've seen and who's against the state and who's, who's a wrong thinker, help us root them out and reward the kids who are reporting on wrong thinkers and, you know, punish and discipline the kids who are doing completely legal things, but, you know, the wrong the wrong things, plinking with their mom, right? That's the wrong thing to do. I don't know, Carrie. Those are the things that piss me off. There's um, there's one other thing I could talk about, but do we want to talk about this stuff anymore? Because I don't want to, I don't want to change subjects if we're not done talking about 
these things that pissed me off? No, I think today's just kind of a me- meandering live confetti Friday. So what? I, and I have to go soon to work. So yeah, no. Uh, and actually, I'm thinking about whatever maybe, you like. Maybe we should do live me. So maybe confettis should be live on Fridays, and we just have a bunch of different things that we touch really touch on really quickly because there's stuff that happened in the week that, that's Plus, not. Plus, about. we can interact with people in the chat more. That'll be fun. Like, I'm if anybody has stuff they want to talk about, or yeah, that would be great. So um, maybe we'll schedule it next time, though, so people know <laughs> we're doing it. The, the other, the only other thing I wanted to bring up, and I, you know, I don't really love talking about politics, but I, I think it's important just to be aware of this. So yesterday, oh, maybe I can even show it. So have you heard about the James Comey? So the um, the Inspector General at the Department of Justice issued a report on James Comey. Have you heard about it, Carrie? No, this is one of those filters I put up in my brain to not have to pay attention. No, kidding. No, no, I, no, really no. I, I, I don't blame you. I don't clue blame you. Clue me in, though. I, I need to so know. Actually, before I even clue you in, I'm going to show you something. So last, this, this report came out. It's kind of a big deal. But I went to Google News. I don't know why. I was like, I'll go to Google News and see what they're saying about it. And I did a screen record of my experience going to Google News because I want to show you what was on their page. So I know this is going to sound weird, but let's see. Let me do. I'll bear with you. I thank you. Thank you for bearing with me. So this is from last night. You can see uh, you can see the time. It's 10, 12 p.m. I think there's actually a, a time in here when you send me a signal message, but the message doesn't show up. Anyway, so here, here I am. I'm looking at, this is last night, I'm looking at Google News. So none of these headlines, nothing about Comey, nothing about Comey, nothing about Comey, nothing. There's nothing. So then the U.S. section, oh, there must be something here, right? No, no, there's your message from Kerry. Uh, (laughs) No, nothing about Comey. Uh, Here, Hannity, something about Hannity says that Comey's a leaker. Okay, that's not relevant. So Hannity says it. And I also did, I won't show the other video. I also went in over here to the the like US section. Same thing. The only thing they said about it was something about Hannity, right? Well, Hannity is not the story at all. The story is that the inspector general issued a report on Comey. And that report basically, here's the, here, I'll show you the report. It's quite long. I didn't read the whole thing. I skipped around. But here's this entire report. Office of the Inspector General, U.S. Department of Justice, oversight. They do oversight. So they're investigating James Comey's disclosure of sensitive information and handling of memos. This is kind of a big deal. Comey is out there as the darling of the left, painting himself as a hero. And I this report doesn't have like a nice one sentence conclusion that I can show you. So I'll just summarize what what I read. He violated, he he released information he should not have released, knowing that he should not have released it. They had they cite him saying, well, when there's ongoing investigations, Congress, we can't share you these details with you because they would upset the investigations. And 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 he even says things that are correct, like federal employees can't make up the rules. Like even if we don't like them personally, we have to abide by the confidential nature of this information. And even if we think that it should be out there in the public, we can't use our own conscience to put it out in the public, blah, blah, blah. What happens when he gets fired? What the fuck does he do? He takes seven memos that he had, some of them he had at safes at his house 
and releaks him to the fucking press. Language. He makes it to the press. Language. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> Language okay. doesn't matter because we get demonetized. I can't believe. Anyway. I mean, I, I was going to say I can't believe this is not a news story, but that, of course I can believe it's not a news story. They did the tastemakers, the elite, the, the legacy media, they tell us what they want us to hear and they craft narratives and they leave other things out entirely. That's why I try to talk to people sometimes on, on my quote side, if you believe in left and right, then I'm on the left. Left and right doesn't matter so much anymore, but a lot of people still believe it matters. So anyway, if you're on the left, you don't want to read sources on the right. There are some stories that only get reported by sources on the right and vice versa. There are some stories that don't get reported in the right uh, wing, like media. You have to consume both because you would never, you know, how did you hear about this? Uh, Twitter. Yeah, Twitter. <laughs> I saw someone on Twitter say something about it. And I w- that's why I went to Google News. And I was like, why is there no story? Why isn't this not at the top? Office of Inspector General, like, releases report. And by the way, the conclusion of the Inspector General was, well, here's our findings. We're going to give them to the FBI for, they can use it for disciplinary if they need to discipline him. But they found that he violated the FBI's rules and violated his agreement with the FBI. So they're like, yes, he violated these things. Do what you will with it, FBI. But Carter, there's no Trump in Russia in this story. I mean, there is, but it's not the focus. They've got to talk about, everything has to be about Trump bad, Trump bad. (laughs) I know. But I mean, you know, it's, uh, (laughs) yes, Laura, you're right. James Comey was a pariah for Hillary crowd on election day and darling one year later. Yeah, because, because they don't care about, they don't care about morals. You're totally right, Laura. They don't care about morals. They only care if you are, in this moment, are you batting for the right team? And if so, you're on our side. And if you're not, screw you. We always hated you. That's that's the attitude. But you know, Comey's out doing book tours, getting paid speaking, being viewed as like, oh, this noble James Comey. This asshole is probably the worst director the FBI's had since Hoover. Yeah, uh, I noticed someone just. Uh, yeah, we're trying to watch our language, guys. Um, watch our language did someone say we should watch our language yeah they retracted it but they said they they can't watch because they're they're watching with family and all right i'll be quiet from now on there'll be no more swearing you can turn it back uh (laughs) yeah i apologize yeah actually carter's talked about this before it's it's kind of um you were saying you were trying to not swear as much because it's lazy lazy yeah Yeah. when you're upset to just like drop an f-bomb or whatever rather than using more nuanced language. And I totally, look, I, I have a potty mouth. We're all I, guilty of it it's some, yeah. sometimes. But yeah, we've been trying also because we thought it might affect whether or not our videos are monetized, but turns out, no, they just, they're just not going to monetize us <laughs> even if we don't swear. <laughs> yes, Justin, it is an unsafe space. That's true. Um, however. Yeah, that's, you'll occasionally hear, of course, we can. We can. The point is, in an unsafe space, you you can have the freedom to swear, but you also, sometimes it's great to try and restrain. It's great to have self-imposed boundaries, right? Like I try, I'm trying to use sarcasm less because I think that's a crutch. Yeah, and and actually that's that's the main, the main reason I try and swear less isn't because I'm worried about offending anyone. It was primarily monetization. And two, I think it's more intellectually challenging to come up with the exact language rather than just dropping an F-bomb. And maybe I should be training my brain. I'm getting old, who knows what's gonna happen. Uh, right. I'm just going to start getting dumber. So I might as well be <laughs> keeping up my vocabulary. So, yeah, I don't know, Carrie, the, the James Comey thing is just an example of the 
like you said, you're not getting told the information. He is, he is a complete hypocrite. He is, was a bad director. This is, this is immoral. He should be prosecuted. I think he should be prosecuted for it. He, the FBI should go after him for this. This is horrible. When I, you know, right out of college, I had a, um, I had a, a top secret clearance. I was working on, I worked for a defense contractor briefly. And let me tell you, the, the, the amount of finger wagging that we got and, and threats and warnings about if you so much as mistakenly say the number 32 in the wrong context in a bar, you're going to jail, you traitor. I mean, it was, it was pretty, it was pretty bad. And, and, and they tried to scare the heck out of us, right? They really tried to put the fear of God in us that we would treat confidential information with the utmost care. If you brought a phone into the skiff, it was never leaving. It was never coming out. You brought electronics in, that was it. They were, they were, it was, you just donated it to the company and it would be destroyed. I mean, it was super scary. And then all of this stuff we're working on, all the stuff that all the little people are working on to try and protect the country and all the stuff that has national security value, the privates in the army, the contractors, all these people doing their job, afraid to violate the law, they're doing it all so that the people at the top can just be like, yeah, let's leak it to the press because uh, I want to. Right. I don't like Trump. Right. Well, and also, I mean, uh, the whole thing with Hillary's emails and, you know, the, the thing with and the thing with the I still can't get over. I keep for, I keep forgetting this. And you keep reminding me that um, that the DNC did not let the FBI look at their computers. Right. <laughs> and that's fine. That's OK. Yeah. <laughs> For people who don't know, the DNC claims that they were hacked by Russians. And the FBI says, yes, we verified it. And that's what Rachel Maddow will tell you. The truth is, emails showed up on Wikipedia. The DNC, or not not uh, Wikipedia, um, WikiLeaks, emails showed up through WikiLeaks. The DNC claimed, oh, we've been hacked, we think. They hired their own private firm to investigate. That private firm said, yes, you were hacked by the Russians. And the FBI said, well, can we look at the servers? And the DNC said, no. <laughs> Here's the report. Here's the report from the company we hired that says it was, de it was definitely the Russians. Don't you this, worry. This makes me laugh because it's so crazy. But we, I, and I keep forgetting this. And then when you bring it up once in a while, I'm like, yeah, yes. that's insane. They should have yeah, been so able to look This is the other thing. People are like, don't you trust the FBI? First of all, no. Second no. of all, they didn't have access to the hard drives. They could not possibly have done a real investigation forensically. They can't know. All they read was a report from a company that the DNC hired. That's all. It's just so, how can you be so dumb as to be like, well, the FBI, they said. Yeah, they're, yes, they, they read a report. <laughs> <laughs> you they have to, not, they didn't, this is not, like, the FBI did not hire like, the, you know, they didn't go out and find the best hackers in the world and hire them and have them go in and be like, can you, can you forensically extract some cool data? Let's, uh, I know, we'll take the plates out of the hard drive and we'll, we'll shave off the first layer and we'll see if there's any like quiescent bits that are left over in case something was overwritten. Like they didn't do any of that cool, sophisticated tech stuff. They read a report from a company that the DNC hired. That's it. You, have, just, to, you have to laugh at this stuff, I think. 
because it's ridiculous. Otherwise, yeah. and, and honestly, I know this isn't broken record thing. And I know everyone's tired of this. I still want Hillary's emails to be investigated. I think it is, it's criminal. It is criminal that she had a personal server in her bathroom in New York. And she was using that for official secretary of state emails. And I think the reason it hasn't been investigated, not to be Alex Jones, I think the reason it was not investigated is because Obama knew it and Obama was sending emails there and it would implicate Obama because if you know you're sending emails with confidential information to unconfidential email addresses, you're implicated. Yeah. And I think everyone looked the other way and they knew Hillary was doing it and they're like, yeah, whatever. She's going to get elected next. We're going to be in control. It doesn't matter. No one's going to find out. Who cares? Let me tell you from... My perspective, because I was still squarely in the SJW left when all of that stuff was happening. Um, I never, I didn't even know what that was about. When I, all I knew was that it was a funny meme that on the left we would make fun of, like butter emails, you know, or, you know, we would, it, I didn't even, I, I had no curiosity about it as an SJW. It was like, oh, these right wingers are making some big deal about her sending some emails from a personal account. Right. Who cares? All of her emails. Yeah, that's the way that's the way, though, people that I mean, that just shows you how uh, tribalism makes you um, takes away your curiosity and uh, sort of helps you to excuse things that you don't even you, you're not curious about look, finding out what it's about. And it helps you write it off without knowing what it's about. And then you, you're you even making jokes about it without knowing what it's about. Yeah, <laughs> no, know? it's 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 crazy. And just to be clear, those emails, I think 30,000 emails or something like that. We know for certain China has them, Russia has them, like everyone has them. They're, they all have them. They're, they're all sensitive emails that happened while she was Secretary of State. Everyone has them. Everyone except for us has them. <laughs> everyone who matters has those emails. And when, when people tried to investigate, magic, magic, they did the Clinton thing. Oops, we destroyed that hard drive with a hammer. What? Yeah, we just, that's, sometimes we do that when we have servers we don't want people to investigate. I mean, they've just, they lost stuff. They destroyed it with a hammer. Like you just, just there's, they've destroyed all the evidence. And, and everyone just looks and turns a blind eye to it. And they're like, yeah, well, that's just stupid, stupid conservatives with their worrying about emails. <laughs> all right. That's exactly what we, that's exactly what we did on the left. We were like, oh, silly. Silly yeah, concern. the IRS too. Someone just pointed out IRS missing hard drives. Yeah, it happens all the time. Oops, we lost the hard drives that are exactly the thing. In fact, even in the Russia thing, right? There was those, the, the text between Strzok and uh, Peter Strzok and uh, Lisa whoever Page. the woman he was having an affair with. Lisa Page. Lisa Page, yeah. And it was like, oh yeah, these, these texts that happened like right between this and this, that would be vital. For some reason, the records were destroyed. We can't find them. Like, yeah, oh, that's super believable, guys. <laughs> that is, yes, yeah, it's and, strange how that always happens. And just like, oh, and Jeffrey Epstein committed suicide. Yeah, well, that's the thing. Have you heard this? Like, <laughs> oh, the video's corrupted from two different cameras that were outside of his cell looking. Oops. Yeah, I don't know. The cameras weren't working that night. I, I just I, heard that that both camera, the footage from both cameras is, was corrupted. I mean... Yeah, you know what? They think that we are stupid. And the sad thing is, if we don't do anything about this and overthrow them, they're right. Yeah. If well, you don't take right. them out, they're right. We are stupid. They are right. Because just like with the email thing, okay, people on the left, I'm sure this happens on the right too. It's just, I don't 
live on the right, so I don't observe it as much. But on the left, yes, people just they will go with whatever the narrative is that allows them to preserve um, this their their not only their viewpoint on the world, but uh, their sense of safety and security. The world makes sense, right? So yeah. you don't want to start questioning these things because then it's like, wait a minute, maybe the world doesn't make sense in the way I thought it did, and that's scary to people, you know? Yeah. Well, it is. It is kind of scary to realize that you've been ruled by a uniparty who's using you as a tax animal. Yeah. That's the truth. It makes me think of that old uh, Bill Hicks joke. Oh, I used to love Bill Hicks had this joke where he's like, uh, he's like, this is, this is politics in America. Um, and he's do, mimicking a crowd. Have you heard this? And he's like, uh-uh. I like the puppet on the right. And the other guy's like, I like the puppet on the left. <laughs> and then so he's like, wait a minute. It's just one guy holding up both puppets. <laughs> and then he's like, go back to sleep, America. Your government is in control. <laughs> oh, it's sad, but it's true. I mean, we really, we, you know, that's a depressing note to end on. <laughs> but funny, look up Bill Hicks. He's really funny. Um, I have to go. Wait, is, he, is he still around or is he dead? No, he died. He, he was a... Um, chain smoker and i believe he died of something related to smoking um and then dennis leary lifted a lot of his material in my opinion is he the guy is bill hicks the guy that everyone says alex jones is secretly bill hicks yes they say alex jones okay. is secretly bill hicks it's funny um all right well check him out uh, yeah thank you guys for for watching next time carrie let's just let's just dedicate that next next week we'll do another live coffee but we'll schedule it on friday yeah, that'll be and fun and we'll do this kind of a thing again. We have a grab bag of stuff. So come with things you want to talk about that we haven't talked about during the week. And, that will and be it's a holiday weekend, guys. Have a happy Labor Day. It is? It's Mon- oh, yeah. Monday is Labor Day. Oh. Every day is Labor Day for me, Carrie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Carter does a lot of labor on the show. He does. Because I have to go to work. And then and also, I couldn't do the editing he does anyway. But yeah, you guys, Carter works his, he labors his butt off. I will not use a swear word. Well, uh, thank you guys for letting me do live today because I don't have to labor my butt off today to do to do any editing. So uh, do that thing where people can get a YouTube reminder about your upcoming live broadcast. We will, Justin. Uh, that's a great idea. And I thought that would happen. I thought that was happening automatically as long as we schedule it. I think the problem is we're lame about scheduling at the last minute. So YouTube can't send you a reminder because like today we decided 15 minutes beforehand that we should go live. So uh, Me too, Laura. I like it. We're gonna, yeah, we're, we think we're probably gonna do this on Fridays from now on, just do a live, fun, a, a fun meandering live cafebi. Okay, I gotta go. Bye, Carter. Right. It was fun talking bye, to you. Bye, Carrie. Bye, guys. <laughs> All right, well, bye, everyone. Thanks Book for club. watching. And uh, we will see you, I don't know, when are we, we'll see them on Monday again for, for our cafebi. <sighs> All right, take care, everyone. Have a good weekend. Enjoy your Labor Day.